Hi, welcome to Thoughts from the Trailer. I'm Jonathan Biles, and today I'm looking at what makes a good man. Rather controversial topic at times, but what makes a good man? What does the Bible say about being a good man? And how has society changed that? Society has transformed this idea, coined a few new terms to try and devalue masculinity. But in being a strong man, how does the Bible have any effect over that? What does the Bible have to say about that? One of these terms that's been phrased is toxic masculinity. If you look at Michael Salter, he states that this term originated in the 1980s and 1990s within academia, but really did not become too prevalent in normal society until the introduction of social media. Overall, what's being described though, what are some people considering to be toxic masculinity? If one were to run a quick Google search, uh, the term comes up with a rather broad and varying definition based on whatever websites clicked on. But the overarching theme of toxic masculinity falls into the idea that traditional traits, traditional values of masculinity are a hindrance to the development and growth of children when they're exposed to these traits. Um, and some of these traits are considered toxic. The American Psychological Association describes toxic masculinity as men who adhere to traditional masculine cultural norms, such as risk-taking, violence, dominance, the primacy of work, need for emotional control, the constant desire to win competition, and the pursuit of social status. When looking at what the Bible has to say, though, some of these traits fall in wrapped so much around not just being a man, but being a father. And I think these two really go hand in hand. And when you look at what the Bible has to say about being a father, and about being a man, they're actually very similar. Um, a weak man of morals will be a weak father, raising children to also have weak morals. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13 through 14 says, To be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. This verse says so much about being a man of God, but also about being a father. By standing strong in faith, men are able to lead by example for their children, acting as expected and in love, even in the most difficult of situations. As a father myself, the most difficult part about raising my son isn't the sleepless nights, it's not the early mornings, all the tasks that come with being a dad. For me, those difficult situations are disciplining my child. For me and several other parents I've talked to, that's actually the hardest part about being a dad. Even if you're not a parent that spanks your child, if you take something away from them, put them in timeout, that hurts them still. And even though it's not a physical hurt, when they cry and they break down, it's just so hard to watch. But in acting in love, disciplining that child is necessary. Watching my child cry is absolutely crushing for me. But the book of Proverbs has so much to say about that. Um, Proverbs 22 verse 15 states that foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of discipline will remove it far from him. Children rack their own accord and it's the father's responsibility to ensure that foolishness and disobedient behavior is corrected accordingly. There's so many other verses that talk about raising your children, being a man of God, but let's just look at a few like John 1, 4. 
I have no greater joy than this, to hear my child walking in the truth. Proverbs 29 verse 15, the rod and a rebuke give wisdom, but a child who gets his own way brings shame to his mother. Proverbs 22 6, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he grows older, he will not abandon it. We need godly men to step up and lead in our homes and our community. Now, stepping away from being a father, because there's so much that we could go into that, but let's look at taking lead, taking lead in your home, taking lead in a community. When looking up and taking lead, you know, what does that mean? How does that look? In Colossians chapter 3, Paul says we need to train our minds to unthink, essentially put to death whatever belongs of our earthly nature. And followers of Christ should step up, taking out the things that we do not need in life, and then bring to life or resurrect the things that we do need, the godly things. Um, throughout the Bible, men in the Bible are the ones that are tapped on the shoulder for leadership by God. Looking at Abraham, David, Moses, all men that were chosen for leadership. Um, ch Hebrews chapter 11. Again, predominantly all men named for leadership responsibilities. God has set it up that men are to lead out and be godly leaders. He has called us to be leaders. Men nowadays have allowed that to lax, allowing for others to step up in our place. If you look at Jesus' disciples, he chose 12 men to follow him, to be leaders, to teach. Granted, yes, there are plenty of women throughout the scripture um, who have stepped up and done phenomenal things in the name of God. But overall, you see that time after time, God is tapping these men on the shoulder to lead. Um, when you're looking at the broad overarching theme of toxic masculinity, there's also the term violence in there. Uh, that term violence is touched on. And yeah, undue violence is never acceptable. Searching out a fight is not what anyone should ever condone. But as a man, there is to be an expected amount of violence in your life. And that violence should be prepared for. Jordan Peterson says, a harmless man is not a good man. A good man is a very dangerous man who has that under voluntary control. Unfortunately, violence is having to be a man and a good husband at times. Um, if you're placed in a violent situation, no man is going to pat his wife on the back and be like, you got this, honey. I'm rooting for you. No, nah. it's his responsibility to handle the situation himself and to protect his family. Luke 22 verse 36 says, and he said to them, but now whoever has a money belt is to take it along, likewise also a bag, and whoever has no sword is to sell his cloak and buy one. In conclusion, society is lacking strong, godly men. In order for men to follow the Bible and do as God has instructed, they must be prepared to stand up for their families 
and stand strong in their faith with God, leading their families, being the leaders among men, and guiding them in Christ, helping to build stronger relationships with God. Again, this is Jonathan Biles, and I appreciate you listening to Thoughts from the Trailer. I hope you have a wonderful day, and God bless.